welcome back um, to Unhinged. This is a late night episode. I got my sister Ashlyn here, and we're gonna get a little bit of her backstory, and then go into some quotes that we'll talk about from uh, from Bruce Lee. Does that sound hey, like, folks. Does that sound like fun? I'm in for it. Okay, cool. Um, so how old are you? I just turned 30 this year, um, big 30th birthday during Corona, so right. didn't get to do as much as planned, but I still feel good. You know, I wake up in the morning with a couple more aches and pains, mm-hmm. you know, the low back hurts, I gotta stretch more, drink more water, but uh, other than that, I would say this is the best time of my life. Okay. Um, now give me the count on your timer there. I am at 130, okay. So I'm about 110, so I'm about 20 seconds behind you here, okay. which is fine. The camera will shut off at 30, and Minutes. then I'll go and press record again. Okay. But that's just a commercial break for us. Um, okay. Yeah, so <clears throat> last episode, my wife and I talked about action steps, uh, our career, a little bit about um, uh, how do you go after what you want and actually like do it you know take mm-hmm. the steps and fail or not fail or whatever um why don't we just start off really simply um tell us what you what your thoughts are on like what you struggled with when you were 20 mm-hmm. compared to now you're 30 and we're talking like other people's opinions um okay like college i guess yeah. Um, finding finding yourself. Finding yeah, I guess finding yeah. your path in life. That's really what we're talking about. This whole yeah. thing is about. But yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like when you turn twenty, you think, oh, I'm an adult. This is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start figuring out more of what the world is like, and you know, it's uh, it's harder to manage everything without you know, the support of your parents as much and you get to make more choices by yourself, which can lead to good and bad things. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, the twenties for me were, I still feel like I had a lot of fun, but it's just that stage in your life where you're trying to find out what you want to do, what your passions are, what you're not only what you're good at, but also what you're bad at. Right. I feel like kind of in high school, you're not allowed to fail as much. And in your 20s, you have no choice because the world is not as nice as, you in know. High, in high school, they harp on you a little bit. If you they harp on it. you and they support you and your parents are there and they're checking on you. And it's like, mm. it's just easier to not fail as much. And when you're, when you turn 20 and you have more freedom, it's awesome. All but right. you also, like if you don't do your homework, no one's really making sure you're not doing it or turning it in and it's just a little bit more of real life so blepharitis is kicking in from archie freaking archie no i'm not really allergic to cats it might just be the time of night (gasps) oh it's too late eyelash just fell out like is it too late it's 9 20 it could be the change in weather yeah why the eyes are dry but to go on to what you said i guess um um well, first, let me say, Ashlyn um, is not the norm. 
she is very driven, I guess. Um, not I guess, she is. <laughs> uh, so that's something I like looked up to as a kid growing up. Uh, even when she yelled, get out of my room. Yeah. You know, I would say, <clears throat> you know, can we ha- find a time to hang out? And she would always say yes. And it was super good. Um, you were the only one that had your own room, though. So I was jealous of that. It was Justin Bieber lonely. In there. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. I did always have company and you were a little bit yeah. of the, the lonely bird down there. Remember yeah. when you slept under the stair closet for a little bit? I, yeah, I wasn't sure about I don't that. remember why. If your room wasn't ready or you just thought... I think maybe... I think I I think I honestly I convinced you that it was a cool idea. Like, mm, oh, yeah. Little brother under the stairs. Right. Yeah. You fell for it. I 100% agree with that. <laughs> you and, see, you're a simple man then. Right. Still are. So my, this happens every episode around five minutes. I forget what where we were at but we were talking about high school uh, we're talking yeah you're talking about yeah. your 20s um other things that i learned people told you what to do mm-hmm. um you always had people telling you you know hey you need to get this done at this time or whatever uh that's a lot different now uh but i guess uh people probably want to know a little bit more about me than than uh as far as um what i struggled with I haven't mm-hmm. talked about that much. Yeah. In we, terms of in high school or 20s? Just really fast. I mean, yeah. I can talk about uh, just self-confidence was a big one for me growing up. Why? Overthinker. Uh, that's, you always told me that that's something that helped me and hurt me at the same time. Um, but I feel like it's helping me more now becoming a dad and stuff. Yeah. Because I'm intuitive and I listen I'm pretty aware yeah um but I'm becoming more and more self-aware I guess as I age finding out that my path doesn't necessarily it's not up to somebody else and how do you feel like you learn that just from time or reading books or books for sure meeting the right people (laughs) courses were good people to meet yeah (laughs) a lot of dreamers in that family dreamers (laughs) But they capitalize on the dreams, which is yeah. not everybody does. Which is different from our family, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we asked, um, I asked you earlier if, uh, I guess, how do you transition from um, somebody who maybe gets in their head and is like, oh, I'm not good enough to do that. Or that's for that person, that um, majors for that person or that I can't do PT because I'm not smart enough. You were there while yeah. you were in school, right? It was hard. Yeah, and I remember even like when I first graduated or even when I was in school, I thought, I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm not the right person for this. I'm not good enough. I, you know, there's probably someone better out there. You know, I can't believe they would accept me when there's only 30 people in the class. You know, you start just going, all that stuff gets in your head. Um and even, like, you know, I passed my test and I got my doctorate, but it still is a, I think more than I realize, that's a pretty normal feeling until you gain experience. And I think experience is the thing that has helped me the most in terms of building confidence and knowing that this is the right path for me. 
and I wasn't sure about that at first, but you kind of just have to trust God and give it time and realize that if you still felt that way in five years, then sure, maybe it's not the right path for you. But Mm. if you give it time and you put hard Mm. work in, Mm. you're going to start to feel like confident and you know what you're doing. And I feel like that happened for me. And now I can love my job even more because I don't have to worry about the confidence part of it. Right. So that's been really nice. So. Nope. Sorry about that. cheese it's on the mic. I was really close. Oh, no. I White cheddar, guys. Oh, that's a good flavor. Yeah, that's the my best. Favorite flavor. Shout out to Nellie Brown. Although. She loved cheese. Cheese it grooves with white cheddar even better. A mixed match? No. It's a different shape. Oh. They have grooves in them. I'm not a huge fan of grooves. Well, you're not very it's groovy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, grooves are synthetic. No. These are original? You don't know what that word means. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So part of the triplets, um, if anybody didn't know, I had triplet. um, Mm -hmm. Two older brothers and sister. She's one one of the triplets. Um, Is immediate um, compliment down to degrading. Um, (laughs) I don't know what my wife called that. Morgan, do you remember what you called that? It was like a put up to a put down. I don't know. Taylor did it the other day. It was pretty hilarious. He goes, <laughs> well, McDonald's is always hiring. <laughs> you know, he's like, I really believe in you, man. Good job. Mm, mm-hmm. No, but that stuff cracks That's me just up. sibling love, you know. Right. But maybe it's affected me more. Well, yeah. Think. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a family dynamic. Yeah. And maybe you didn't respond to it as well as some other people. Okay, I'm going to change it up. Uh, I'm going to go open this quote okay. because I think it applies to what we're talking to, talking about right now. Um, uh, n- number five on Bruce, Leet's, uh, Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. his lifetime quotes. It says seven fundamentals for getting your life in shape. Number five says avoid a dependency on validation from others. So subconsciously i think we do that a lot more than we think thoughts yeah can Can i I read the quote yeah or do you want to speak first no read it if not in this world to live up to your expectations let me restart (laughs) (laughs) this is in yellow highlight so it's hard to read i'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to mine bruce lee yeah, I think that's another thing maybe about your 20s mm-hmm. is uh, you do seek validation from others, be that, you know, friends, your parents always, uh, professors or teachers, uh, employers, mm-hmm. whoever you're coming into contact with who is expecting something from you, yeah. you feel like you can't, you know, make a mistake. All right. And that's where we go wrong in our 20s. We're supposed to make mistakes. Because yeah. you learn from mistakes more than you learn from successes. You want to elaborate? Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought I just did. That was a big elaboration. A word around the street. <laughs> a word around the street is that you got a, you've gotten a B before. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my, my greatest day. Hmm. Um, but... The thing I learned from that was I'm stronger than I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and it didn't break me. I thought getting a B would just break my whole spirit, and you know it did for a while. But uh, put my shoes back on, <laughs> stood up, and went back to work, and uh, yeah, that's life for you. Hmm. So, yeah, we talked about number five. Do you want me to grab another one? Another quote? We talked about number five? Yeah. Oh, the one we just Validation. talked about. Yeah, do you have anything to say about that? Um, I I always wanted validation from mom and pops. Mm-hmm. I thought that um, dad was a UPS truck driver, that that's what maybe I should do. Yeah. Taylor had the same falling out think guys um wife wants to speak she's behind the scenes go okay good follow-up question um mistakes are quite a few oh cory okay uh why don't we talk uh i guess social crowd i uh, turned 21 um did the whole drinking thing for a couple months Went to some parties. Um, didn't really. I mean, I guess that was the mistake is just choosing the wrong people because the influence was there. That was. Um, there was no. These people that I was hanging out with. You know, some of my good friends today, they weren't necessarily the problem. It was probably the people that we came in contact with at the parties that had a very um, shallow view of life in general Mm -hmm. that you can just do whatever you want in the moment and there's no consequences um it's not how we were raised but i definitely felt like we were raised in a structured way that like we're supposed to do good 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 Mm -hmm. that you're gonna rebel at some point um yeah and i i did that you didn't rebel that bad no not really yeah i i was scared yeah and that was that self-confidence thing that actually mm-hmm. ended up turning up being a blessing because the not being confident, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily a rebel. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> didn't make any huge mistakes. Um, that's all I can think of at the moment, babe. Morgan. Okay. I can't think of another, I don't know. Can you speak to somebody without saying names that you have watched from the outside that has was in their 20s and you know think of another example besides drinking mm. or sleeping around what's another um example i guess i mean i guess if you kind of go faith wise it's uh you know seeing friends that maybe you grew up with that followed the lord and then you know in their 20s they kind of go away from that and mm-hmm. you when you know their past, you know their family, you know who they really are, and then they kind of are acting different in terms of their values or how they're making life decisions that have nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost a good reminder just of, I don't know, I guess that you're always going to eventually come back to God, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess just seeing your friends not follow the Lord as much is, you know, hard to see when yeah. you're in your twenties. Um, I can I can attest to that. I got 
I've said this before. I got baptized right before high school. I really felt like I was pretty in tune with, with God through those four years. Um, but mm-hmm. I went to college for a little bit. And then right after that was when I turned 21 and started working. Um, I guess another shortcoming on my end was um, profanity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, every, to each their own, but I'd used it definitely on the job for sure yeah because it was a means to communicate i guess yeah um, effectively to get the job done or whatever um I, I guess i regret that a little bit yeah there's other words i could have used a lot <laughs> of times i didn't when i was i tried to not use it when i was angry i more used it with the brother just mm. when we were joking around but i don't know yeah so profanity um, almost feeling like I've put in so much work into trying to be a good Christian that I felt like I needed a break from it. Yeah. yeah. But then the whole idea, be- not the whole idea, but the whole truth behind it is to not, I don't know, not work for it. But not what? work for Christianity. Well, not work for his approval. For well, God's approval? Yeah. Yeah. But how do you... I guess my question to you is how do you be a good um, Christian or um, steward of of God like he wants you to be without doing good things, I guess. Like is is doing good things proving it? Well, I think that's... Or is it... I think that's where we go wrong is even when we're thinking of it that way, we're thinking about how we need to do good or how the actions that we're doing how that's going to help us with our relationship with God. That's the wrong, that's the wrong perspective, the wrong take on it. The whole point is it's not about us. It's mm. about God and it's about doing the works for him to give him glory. It's not, it's never supposed to be about you. So right. if you're doing works and you, you feel like it's, you know, you're getting something out of it. Oh, I see. That's not what you want. All right. It's not about us getting anything out of it. It's about besides Besides, more attention to him yes exactly yeah but that's hard to do um because we're human how do you explain that sentence to um an atheist or somebody who doesn't uh even know the story i mean i think i would just say that you know everyone's human Right? We all have the desire to have the approval of others, kind of like the Bruce Lee quote you just said, the validation of others. Mm -hmm. And so when we're serving at a soup kitchen or we're volunteering or we're going on a mission trip, like it's just so easy to somehow make it about you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even an atheist, I feel like if they're doing a good deed, it's like. If you make it about you, then it loses its purpose. That doesn't make you feel good. If you're trying to, like, tell the story of yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I thought about that a lot because uh, just because, let's say, you're seeking the approval of other people, you almost lose sight of of what who you're trying to become. Um so it, there's another quote here on one that says, uh, as, as you think, so shall you become. So I mm-hmm. guess the thoughts that you fill your brain with, 
the news that you read and consume all the time, you know, um, for me it goes in waves, but, uh, you know, if you're so captivated by one thing and you put a lot of thought into certain things that you kind of become a product what of you that. think of yeah i know that always reminds me of because you I, you don't overthink so how do you i'm not an overthinker no i'm an uh, under, how do you function as a thinker. human being in society not being like me <laughs> um <laughs> i'm an underthinker i'd say yeah mm. i don't think enough about things so which you wouldn't write the speech out you just speak it <laughs> yeah and way. it wouldn't be great right. <laughs> um but sometimes that gets me into trouble too where i'm you know not thinking enough about someone else or i'm not thinking enough about you know preparing for something that i should prepare for because mm-hmm. i'm just kind of like everything will be fine yeah. i can handle it you know so there's good and bad to everyone's you know personalities and sure um, i want to know more about oh you. i was gonna say about the one thing growing up is uh i remember dad would always tell us that the music we listened to would like like basically we shouldn't listen to bad music because whatever they're saying in the lyrics will get stuck in your head and then all those thoughts are kind start of like them yeah out. you start acting them out and i always just shook my head and was like it's music oh dad i don't even know what they're saying like i don't listen to what they're saying i just like the beat <laughs> and then all of a sudden you say f that or no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh but uh you know, some of the lyrics, obviously, they do start to get in your head. And when you're in a either a tough time in your life or maybe a sadder time in your life where yeah. you, you know, are a little more susceptible to negative thoughts, mm-hmm. I feel like music or even lyrics or movies or obviously what you just said, like what you fill your mind with sure. will start to creep up there. Yeah. So you got to... The more you can fill your head with good things. Yeah. Is there anything other, any other things that are pressing? Because I'm feeling this weird shift towards uh, what Morgan, uh, my wife, said mm-hmm. to talk about um, totally switch gears. Yeah. What is What is a girl in her 20s looking for in a man and vice versa? So I'll go after you. Um, you want me to go um, you know that's that's very uh, specific to the one person right so yeah. uh, if you uh, it's the same thing with um, your social circle who you want to surround with the type of person you want to be I feel like your significant other is a little bit of a product of what the type of life you want to live to mm-hmm. I don't know can you speak to that a little bit about your husband Scott and why you guys clicked yeah I mean I feel like when we met you know it was one of those things where it was just like this is in college yeah um like I know it sounds cheesy but like he got me and I got him and I felt like communication is such a big part of of love I think and when you already feel like you can communicate with someone in the very beginning even like in the beginning of dating or when you're meeting someone, mm-hmm. it just already gives you a leg up. And I feel like that was one thing that we did really well at in the beginning. What's the one piece, the one 
most effective way of communication for you that you think is the most effective? Um, because there's texting, there's calling, there's yeah. emailing, um, FaceTime. I would say... In person? <laughs> alone at a restaurant. Okay, um, I'm glad it was a restaurant, not the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. Um, but uh, for some reason, like if we're at our home, you just it's easy to watch TV or talk about the kids or mm-hmm. talk about things and then just kind of get on your phone or something. But when you're at dinner, I feel like that's when we really connect. Right like when we go on a date, we make a lot of headway, yeah. you know? It's like Do you guys write out what you want? We write out our, um, yeah, every year. Every dinner. No, (laughs) but every year we do do goals and expectations. So we write out goals for. This sounds like a book already. Yeah, it's, it might be. Zoner Van? Just wait. Uh, Zoner Van could be your publisher. Oh, I was wondering who that was. You write out your. It's my friend Zoner Van. Sounds fake. No, but it is a real publisher. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. But anyways, if you want to hear about G&E, goals and expectations. Oh, I was thinking General Electric, but that's different. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of each year, yeah, we write down our goals for ourselves and also for us as a married couple. And those are things, you know, like run a 5K or mm-hmm. go on a hike in Canada or things like that. Right. And our expectations are like, you know, a little bit more solid and attainable usually. Like right. read a certain amount of books. Sure. Um, Try to become closer in your relationship with God yeah. as a person and in your relationship. Um, be a good mom. Yeah. Have another kid. You know, things like that. Uh, so that's how we communicate. Do you think, um, oh yeah, so we're talking about communication yeah. between significant others. I definitely felt like my wife understood me very well. Mm-hmm. And in a big family, I was able to connect with everybody, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, even with my like snippy tone, huh. I feel like I almost—I don't. It's not like I get away with it with her, but she she looks at me. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think that's one thing about why you guys work so well is she's always said she's like because we start laughing. Yeah, and she's just like, I, That's not I okay. get Corey, and I accept him for who he is, and right. she just doesn't take it personally. Oh, Alexa's here. Sorry, Alexa's talking. Alexa, stop. Okay. She's still talking. Unbelievable. Alexa, stop. Oh no. It's creepy. It's the Democrats. AI. AI. <laughs> Official <laughs> artificial intelligence. <laughs> um big family communication, husband wives. Uh the best thing the best choice I ever made was to get married. And now guess what the second best choice is that I didn't choose? I'm having <laughs> a kid. That was God's choice. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean I'd argue that I don't know. I'd argue that was my choice, too, because I did the deed. Well, it's not like you didn't want it. No. Yeah, you knew that was a possibility. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But what was the question we started with? Something about um, why or how a girl knows what she wants in when she's dating. Well, I can't just be like, hey, what does every girl in America look for in a guy? Well, yeah, specifically for me. Tall, dark, handsome. Yeah. 85%. Huh. All right. Maybe, she says. <laughs> That's what they always say. Yeah. yeah. Turtleneck. Yeah. I mean, I Curly would say, hair. if you want to get back to that question, um, I feel I like leave. when I met Scott, it was, it's like there. they always say, the, well, not always, but the, he was almost the opposite of what I was looking for. Yeah. In terms of like... 5'2". So, <laughs> poor no, Scott. <laughs> no, just so you like kind of expect, 11. like... I always thought that I would want someone who, like, I don't know, was a a pastor or a drummer in the church or, you know, was a little more, well, Scott was kind of edgy, edgy, and, or, or, like, one of my brother's friends, like, an a really big athlete. Babe, you can laugh. And, uh, that was funny. Scott... I don't know. There's just something about him when I met him that I was like, wow. So what I was saying, because you, the question was, you were trying to say, what does a woman look for in a man or something? Mm -hmm. But I was going to say in my experience, because everyone's is different. I feel like when I first met Scott, obviously we had that instant connection, but then I also kind of thought like... If we ever, if I, if we ever didn't end up together, he would always be someone that I thought about. And even if I, you know, ended up marrying someone else, I feel like I always would have thought about Scott. And I thought, why would I want to live my life that way? I know I I was scared to make the commitment or, you know, Scott had some background that was hard for me to accept. And who doesn't? Right. That's true. But I just kind of thought, like, if I ever let him go, I would regret it the rest of my life. And I would always think about him. And it just, like, made me really sad. And I thought, he's the one. I don't know how to explain it. And that's with most, I I would say, I hope that most of you out there in your 20s or whatever age you are that's listening would make decisions and not regret them. Yeah. Um, And I met him when I was 21. Really? Yep, dated for three years. Got married at 20, well, I think I was 25, actually, when we got married. Um, Got engaged at 24. But, yeah, I would also encourage people to say that you're never too young to find possibly the person you're going to marry. And if you find that right person, then don't be afraid to dive in. It's pretty good. That's good advice. Um, one more quote, and then we'll wrap it up, but I want you to, to find it. You want me to find a quote? Mm-hmm. Do you have your phone? Mm-hmm. Just a random one, or are Some, we on, a, like, a topic? Well, no, you should feel a conviction. Like Whatever you're going to type into Google. Okay, um... Well, I mean, I know our heart's beating, so is mine. It's not beating fast at all. This is nothing. I noticed how comfortable you are is a little concerning. <laughs> what? What was I looking for? I wanted the brunette and the brown eyes and the eyebrows and the lips and you had them all. (laughs) 
but that's f- <laughs> they're brown and green. They're not all green. Oh, there must be brown in there. There's a little brown, a little bit of gray. Um, that's the physical part um, because it seems like men seem to be very visual. Um, I also wanted somebody that was funny and smarter than me. That happened. Um, you know, I feel like I observe and I listen very well. Um, comprehensions getting a little faster year by year you find it mm-hmm. I was trying to look for it should be inspirational to women as well so oh. unisex wow well I used to have a quote on my <laughs> Facebook that oh well we'll do the one that's on my Facebook now it, I haven't looked at this you? in years no it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson I've heard of him and it says always do what you're afraid to do hmm and I'm pretty sure I put that quote on when I started PT school. PT school. Really? Because I was really afraid. You don't come across as that type. Right. Afraid. But that's what you have to remember about people. People put on a, a certain face. They may act happy. They may act confident. But deep down, you don't know what's going on. I thought I was intuitive till I met you. You're my sister. Well, that's why we're somewhat similar. I'm just a little better. I thought yeah. I, I thought I knew you, and now I learned something new at 24. Yeah. How many years later? You'll learn something new every year. Yeah. Yeah. I guess isn't, most people would. What, from me specifically. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just make sure every year you learn something. So it's just. And like you can do the same to me. What's that? Help me learn something. Is there something that you learned today that you didn't know? Mm-hmm. What? I'm very curious. I learned that... Uh, I can grow facial hair now. No. It's a little deeper. Um, <laughs> I guess just even doing this podcast with you and seeing your passion a little bit of something that's un- unique and that you know we never really got to experience as when we were younger is just really cool to see. Like... It seems like a lot of work and maybe I'd be like afraid to buy all this stuff or I'd be, I wouldn't, I, like I don't know what I'm doing and you just, I like that you just do it. So you just what are do you it. learning? I'm learning that, that follow what? your passion, I From guess. From two years ago that I'm doing no. things now? No, I'm saying just that this podcast is like another example of you doing your passion and I think that's cool you always knew it was in me but you gave me hack for for your passion some of the things decisions I made well yeah because those were dumb decisions right. yeah that's just you'll be back yeah <laughs> uh, that'll the story for another time um, yeah Hawaii but that's that's cool yeah. so we're learning from each other so we're conversing um we're not fighting I know we're siblings it's easy now at our age to not necessarily fight yeah. I guess um, but uh, I think uh, not just people in their 20s but um, maybe some world leaders could learn something about conversing um, respectfully yeah respectfully like honestly and I think just being able to you know talk to someone you love in a comfortable environment mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's getting really late. 
It's so uh, it's not even ten. Nine fifty-eight. Nine fifty-nine. Um, but. Like, yeah. I'm about to be a parent too, so I'm I I'm know. seeing some of the things with my nieces, <laughs> nieces and nephews that I'm about yeah. to em- we, yes. embark on. We had quite the night. Uh, and thank goodness for a great partner. <laughs> um, that's yes. gonna help me out. Yeah, but parenting is not always easy, but it's worth it. Um, can you wish Austin a happy birthday? It was last week. Last week? No, yeah, I cannot. Okay. No, it's too late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Austin. Should have well, told me. Uh, there you have it, folks. This is uh, Ashlyn M. Roos, uh, PT at Providence, um, Portland, Oregon. Um, 30 years old. 30 years old. Wife, two kids. Um, mother of two. Waiting on the... Oldest sister of five. One. The one minute is what decides the triplets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Morgan? She gave us two thumbs up. Good. Okay, I think that's going to end it. All right. Today, so. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to sign off here. And, and I think, uh, I don't even know. This is episode nine. Sounds good. Yeah. Episode nine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and get uh, Shanti on ten, episode ten. Season one. Season one, yeah. She's a, um, what would you call her? Artsy? Creator? Curator. She curates what? Okay. Yeah, so we'll be looking out for that. Uh, we'll try and stay active on social media. Uh, but, you know, I guess be on the lookout, lookout for that, but, um, try and disregard all the propaganda all the other stuff online so all right thanks guys all right respect